Lineup. Lineup. Locked. Locked. Where every day is Sunday. This fantasy football podcast is brought to you by CreatorRank.com. Are you ready for some football? Follow us on Twitter at CreatorRank and find us on Facebook and YouTube. Now, get ready. Ready? And lock it in. It's that time. Time to lock it in. Welcome to the Start Sit episode of Lineup Locked. It is Chris, it is myself, Zach, and it is Lee, all on the pod today, ready to give you all the information to lock in your lineup this week. What's going on, gentlemen? How are y'all doing? It's Friday. Work's over. It's Friday, yep. (laughs) It's Friday and it's time to be excited. That's right. Uh, Speaking of being excited... I'm pretty sure that Garner Minshew's dad is the start of the week. I think he could beat up anyone else's dad. Agree or disagree? Agree. Did you see this guy last night? I disagree. Did you see him, Chris? I saw. He's pretty jacked, dude. He's got he's he's got a beer gut. Don't get me wrong. It looks like he doesn't skip the carbs. I was gonna say he he looks. But he's got he's bulky, man. He looks like he he lifts him. He lifts him lifts some weights. Like for real. So before we get into the negative, um, we are recording this pod about two hours after the Antonio Brown release. So we're uh, going to give good advice, I I feel, to our listeners on that. I do want to talk a little positive first because, man, it it, it sucks that such a good story last night uh, from the football game is kind of overshadowed by such a negative uh, individual. Uh, did you, either one of you guys, watch the post-game interview for Thursday Night Football with Gardner Minshew, the second last evening by chance? No. Chris, you no. Did not, didn't finish the game? That's fine. I'm sick in the head, so I finished the game. It was not <laughs> not that exciting. Um, man, I'm such a fan of this guy. Uh, good dude. Like, Steve Smith was talking trash about him before the game, on the pregame, and talking about how he's not a legend. and he just, just basically, I mean, he was saying what a football player would say. Because Steve Smith is, was a very good football player and obviously was thinking maybe the kid was getting too much hype before he's even, he even won a game yet, right? Yeah, but Steve Smith is the biggest hater on the planet. Well, th- I mean, I'm, how many fights did he get in with teammates? Of course. No, so I, Steve, so throw everything Steve Smith I'm, I'm just saying, him. so Steve Smith apologized to him on the post-game interview and um, actually had a really good like question for him. He's like, what can you tell kids? What can you tell people that have a dream that – are too small, or not big enough, or not fast enough. Like, what can you tell? And it was just such a, he had such an amazing speech. It was great, so I wanted to share it with you guys. I go and remit you, had that little goofy smile that he has, and just talked about how he was going to go into coaching. He wasn't even going to play his senior year until he got called by Mike Leach. And he talked about community college, and, uh, you know, uh, we're not, we don't try to get political or religious on this pod, but he talked about just how it was always family and God and effort were his three things that he always looked to. And he knew that if he just tried harder than everybody else, long story short, that anything was achievable as long as you're positive and you just try and, and try to be the best that you can be and the best version of yourself. And and his whole family came up there with him too, like his dad, his mom. It looked like his uncles and cousins were all up there too. It was so cool. You could tell he's just got a really good support system. And it, it's kind of sad because you see what's going on with Antonio Brown, which we're about to get into and he doesn't have that. And I'm not saying that that would be different because Antonio Brown, we're not here to negate or talk about the person that is him, but it's clearly true. I learned something a long time ago at a young age that you are who you surround yourself with. If you surround yourself with good, hardworking people who want to be successful, chances are success follows you. And if you're with people that are <coughs> trying to look people, you know, get one over on people, et cetera, et cetera, and all about the me attitude then that might be what kind of flows too. So I just wanted to share that story. I thought it was really cool before we got into anything that I'm a fan and hopefully our listeners can hear that and maybe it will inspire somebody today because God knows we all need it every now and then, right? Sometimes school's tough, whether it's for Lee or, you know, work's tough for myself or Chris has got crazy things going on sometimes. And man, it's tough to realize how fortunate we are and how awesome life is. So there you go. That's my, that's my rant. So Lee, how's school going, man? What's up with you? School's good. I mean, I um, 
aced a couple of exams a couple of days ago, and then I've got two coming up next Wednesday or this upcoming Wednesday. So just the grind. Oh man, are you and your classmates going to raid Area Fifty One? Is that a thing that's going to happen this weekend? No, we're not. But I, I will definitely watch. I'll definitely watch it happen. <laughs> Did you see that a random guy like run behind the camera? Like something that went viral earlier today. <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Chris, how sorry, about you? Sorry, I was at work doing my job, unlike the rest of you, apparently. I get off at noon, dude. So, cry <laughs> me a river. Uh, Chris, no, how are things with you? Uh, you, were, you were off at noon. I was still suffering through another work day. I work 7 to 5.30 every day. Or 5. 7 to 5? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm not even going to try to compete with you. <laughs> how are things going with you, my man? Good. I only work seven to four. Okay. Yeah. So Perfect. You, you can't compete. No. Except can't. for you get off at noon, and I'm jealous of that. It is awesome. I'm it's good, man. It's uh, it's like we said, it's it's Friday. It's you know, big big college football weekend for me, Oklahoma State, Texas. Yes, we're gonna come watch that at your house tomorrow. Yes, I know, sir. Lee, that doesn't affect you as much. I'm sure you have your <laughs> college rivalry being in college, but Texas OU is a big thing here. OSU. The red, the, oh, it's OSU. Yeah. Oh, my it's, bad. It's not the Red River rivalry. Whatever. Wrong team, buddy. It's okay. I go for Oklahoma State. I know. I know what you go for. I got it mixed up. It's all gravy. But, uh, yeah, so it's, it's a big big football matchups coming up. And then, of course, another crazy day of the NFL. So, first off, um, this is a Creator Rank podcast. Our website is kicking butts, taking names. I think every week we get a message from Alex, the boss man, telling us we hit a new record in traffic just because of all the amazing articles that are coming out from everyone, uh, podcast traffic. Uh, Twitter posts, just everything. We just we have quite quite the team. And for those of you who don't know, this is uh, this is something that we're all doing for fun. This is not uh, you know this is a, a yes. If it turns into a career, that will be the the dream for everybody involved. I feel, but we do this for fun, and we do this to help people, and also to have kind of a basis. You know, you have your fantasy superstars out there that everyone wants to get start sit questions in and and ask them for lineup decisions and sometimes they're hard to reach they got a lot of people hitting them up so we're here to kind of be that bridge to give good advice and and help and heck we might be a little bit more accessible um, at times so we can help you guys get your decisions in so that's what we're here to do this thing for so first off we're going to start with a Antonio Brown game plan okay Antonio Brown is cut and I'm going to advise all owners right now not to drop him, although I do not think he's going to play. Just, I would say don't drop him yet. Uh, apparently, he can't be put on the NFL list unless he's on a team. But at the same time, it looks like suspension's looming is what I'm seeing from all of this craziness that's going on. So I, I don't think you can cut bait quite yet. Lee, do you agree with that assessment, or are you cutting bait if you have him? No, I mean, 100% I agree with you. Um, just hold on to him for now. Wait it out. It's it's just a it's just a crazy storm of I don't even know what's happening. So we just kind of wait for the dust to settle. What do you think, Chris? Oh, I I I've told two different leagues already that I'm in. Uh, one uh, I'm the commissioner in, and then uh, I told Alicia right she has them in our right our your wife together that she needs to keep them. Do not cut them. Do not give somebody else the opportunity to have this player if somehow he manages to play again this year. Right. So I I, I told him to keep them. And then we'll figure out what the league does. And if the league suspends them, then you can drop them because then it's over with. You don't have to worry about somebody else getting a talented player. So the reality of the situation is in most leagues, he was drafted in the second round. He was drafted in that Mike Evans, Adam Thielen, Stefan Diggs realm of receivers, <coughs> correct? Was where ADP said. So if I, I've got two suggestions as far as I think that trading and waivers is something that you should do. There are a couple buy-low receivers that I've flagged that I think are guys you should try to trade for if you're the AB owner. Maybe you have a player that's extremely hot right now you picked off waivers or two players like that you can package. Um, Guys that I'm targeting if I'm an AB owner to trade for is Mike Evans, Juju, Stefan Diggs, Adam Thielen. Those are the four, and that might be impossible, but all four are underperforming right now. So you may be able to get something. The problem is, though, that person you're trying to trade with knows you have AB, so it might be too rich for your blood. Um, Lee, Chris, we'll start with you here, Chris. Chris, do you have any players that uh, you think our listeners should target in a trade? Uh, yeah, uh, I think you should not so much try and get superstars. You should just try and figure out how to get John Ross, like you got from me earlier this week in okay. a trade. 
DJ Shark for uh, okay. Jacksonville. I think you should try and get some of these lower-grade wide receivers who are outperforming these higher superstars. Don't try and sell your whole team to get one replacement. Try and get a couple replacements. Okay. Because you might have to stream them throughout the season. Right on. And I know Matt, who's not with us today, uh, suggested that Hollywood is a trade target as well. Yeah, I mean, that's a great idea, too. He's a young wide receiver. His value is as high as it's going to be right now. Sure. So that might be... Maybe he maybe wait till Monday and see if he has a down game versus the Chiefs and maybe you can buy a little better. Absolutely, I think it's I think it's almost too late in the week to try and fix the problem unless unless your league can push the trade through quickly. Right, um, Lee. Any trade targets for you that you can suggest for our listeners? Yeah, just um, um, I like I wouldn't necessarily I'd go after those top guys you're talking about that have been underperforming. Like I like Diggs as a buy low candidate. I like Evans as a buy low candidate. Um, I'd also say I really like John Brown as a guy who's played really well so far, but like hasn't had that John Ross explosive game where you're like, oh my god, this guy's dominant. Right. But he's just been like targeted pretty heavily every single game, and he's getting the yardage and the touchdowns will come. So I really like him to target. And then I also kind of like Tyler Boyd as a guy who's been kind of lost in the John Ross hype, but has had had like ten catches last game, like played really well and is even better when A.J. Green plays. Well, so I really do think he's another guy that I would take. I agree. I'd try to target. I like it. That's a good point. Well, what you got to worry about that, who's, if you get John Ross or Tyler Boyd and then A.J. Green comes back, who's losing the touches? Well, see, I think exactly. that's a good question, Chris, and I think the way I'm going to look at that, if I'm an Antonio Brown owner, I'm thinking about what can I do to try to win this week and make it week to week as I figure it out, right? Yeah. Um, the good thing is, is that receivers will emerge – People will drop Robbie Anderson. People will drop guys that people will react to bad situations. Maybe even Josh Gordon is a. It might be hard to buy low on Josh Gordon now because I think his stock just skyrocketed back again, right? But maybe in a situation like that, you're thinking about, hey, Antonio Brown might still be two or three weeks away. Maybe it does hurt, but let me get to this two weeks because what if you're if you're Antonio Brown? There's a chance that you're probably zero and two or one and one right now, right? If you're an Antonio Brown owner. Right, because yeah, you, you didn't you didn't get the first does. you didn't get the first game, and then last week you didn't get a whole lot of performance. You got a little bit. Well, it depends on the score in your league. I mean, he had a touchdown last week. Sure, but he, he's in a PPR. He scored like seventeen, which is which is not elite, but it's very good. So you're probably one and one because you didn't have a replacement week one as you're trying to w- let it all kind of figure out. So I would say that you have to think about what can I do to win now. So speaking of when now, I looked at waivers, and I want our listeners to always be proactive. You, we have our waiver wire pod that Matt and I do, and I think we do a pretty good job. Actually, had people message me and send me DMs about listen about listening to it and making moves in there. Like people I didn't even know listened to our pod. It was kind of cool, by the way. But um, that's when you're having to fight with people and and do your fab. Moves you make right now, you can probably pick up instantaneously or in the morning, and they're free. They cost nothing. There's one guy right now, or there's two receivers, excuse me, that I'm adding right now to my roster, Deontay Johnson on the Steelers yep. and Philip Dorsett. You sniped Deontay Johnson for me in oh, the Dynasty League. I clicked on it. In oh, my, I sniped in, it so hard. My, I, I clicked on him, and my sc- he was available when I clicked on it, and then my thing said, you're not in this league. So I refreshed it. <laughs> And clicked on it, and he says, "Been claimed by you already." And I was like, "Son of a." Yeah, Deontay Johnson. So, it, breaking news that I wanted to cover today, um, that I was not that, that is not as it's overshadowed by the AB news is that I think Mason Rudolph's going to be better than people think. A and then B, Juju's moving back to the slot, his natural role, and they're going to start Washington and Deontay Johnson, and they're going to do three receiver sets. So I'm all about it. Deontay Johnson is playing the receiving role of Antonio Brown last season, and Washington is playing the the is it the Z receiver? I think is what it's called. It's either that I can't. I I need to let me see if I can find it real quick. So so that's what I think about that. So I think those are the two receivers. Go pick them up right now. It's speculative. I'm not saying to start Deontay Johnson. I'm just saying holy balls, this could be a great pickup. Another really good pickup I'm thinking right now is Ty Johnson. They cut C.J. Anderson. I know that Lee and I had it back and forth about who's the handcuff for carry-on, and it looks like it is Ty Johnson. In fact, I think that they're going to use him a lot on third downs because they are using two running backs. So I think you've got instant flex appeal 
You got some flexual healing with Ty Johnson right there. Another ad I like is Demetrius Harris. And Joku is put on IR. Apparently this guy's a freak athlete. I don't know if I have the testicular fortitude to start him, per se. But he's certainly a good ad right now to pick up before everybody is fighting. And then Darwin Thompson, there's a chance someone dropped the man. Pick him up. He is flex-worthy. They're going to limit Shady McCoy and Williams is not playing. Also, I think Ito Smith is a good ad today. He's just getting more and more and more work, and Freeman's just not getting it done. Lee, anybody you can think of that needs to be added or should be added now before they're fighting on waivers? No, I really think you kind of hit it off, so I have no one to add to that. Okay, cool. Excellent. Chris? Should I drop Adrian Peterson for Deontay Johnson is the question I have. Uh, Adrian Peterson versus the Bears? I don't know if man. I, I, no, I'm not going to start Adrian Peterson. He's on the it's bench. Just, he's the starter. He's the starter because guys is on IR. I, I don't think you can drop a starting running back. Yeah, for, yeah, that's too. Was, it's well, too speculative, man. Well, yeah, I mean that's the thing because I got DJ Shark on the bench, Valdez Scantling, Cortland Sutton. Well, well, this is a real question. People are gonna are gonna name your roster, Lee. Tell him who he should drop for Deontay Johnson, if anybody. This is a real thing that people are gonna have to deal with because we're giving him people to add. Who so, are they gonna drop? So my, my starting roster is Goff, Elliott, Bell, Diggs, Mike Williams, Kelsey, Royce Freeman, and then I got the Titans defense and Matt Prater, which doesn't really matter. But on my bench, uh, two players I'm carrying is Melvin Gordon and Kareem Hunt that I was able to draft. So outside of that, I've got Cohen, Sutton, Valdez Scantlin, DJ Shark, and Adrian Peterson. Oh, um... I don't know. I don't know if I'd cut anybody outside of Peterson. Yeah, I don't know that I would. I mean, you know I'm not a huge MVS believer, and he really hasn't played that well despite, like, that one big catch he had in the first game. Yeah, that's the – I would cut Kareem Hunt for him right now. It's not worth it. You're going to – bye weeks are coming. You're going to cut him anyway. There's no way you're going to be able to survive that with having him and Melvin Gordon. Pick one of the two as your lottery ticket and grab Johnson right now. You won't bet. What's that? You won't bet. Bet what? I can survive with both of them. Well, I'm not. Say, I'm saying, you, of course, you can try to make it through, but you have two lottery ticket running backs. Exactly. You need both. Yes, I do. Well, I'm then, sorry. then I would cut either Cohen or MBS. Yeah, Cohen. I think Cohen's the wild card. He hasn't had a great. It's team. a standard league, and you don't get points per reception. So I would cut. I think Cohen is 100 percent droppable in that league. Personally, if it was PPR, I would say no. I would drop MBS. The upside of Deontay Johnson is worth picking up, I think, right now. You, Like I said, you beat to it. And I had to make this choice earlier. I, ha- I happen to have two quarterbacks in my PPR league. I have Mahomes and I have Dalton, just in case. I dropped Dalton for Deontay Johnson in my PPR league. And then I had was stashing uh, Herndon on my bench in one league. And I had Kelsey. Don't ask me why I had two tight ends. I made the move yesterday. I dropped Herndon and picked up Deontay Johnson in that league. So it's somebody that should be owned. And I picked up Ty Johnson on waivers this week as well. So, Lee, are there any uh, players that are droppable to you that you've that you've cut bait on or that you think our listeners should? Well, CJ Anderson <laughs> was a pretty yes. obvious one. Yes. <laughs> well played. Can't complain about that. Um, I don't know. Let's see. Um, I didn't really think about it. Like, Deion Lewis, if you're still, like, holding on to hope that he would be, like, a substantial passing down back. He's a guy that I would definitely cut bait on. Um, I know some people are holding on. I don't know. Some people, some people are just really stupid in the leagues. <laughs> some people are holding on like TJ, TJ Yeldon. I've seen him in like a couple leagues where they're like, oh, he'll be the back. And like he's been injured and like hasn't played. Right. And people are still holding on to him. So it's not the top of my head. Just some people just like, keep really stupid really people. Like Anthony Miller is probably cut at this point. Oh, yeah. I would say depending on how – if you have five receivers on your team, and, and let, let's say that you're, there's six on your team right now, I would say that Robbie Anderson is a, is a safe cut with his bye week being next week. If you want to pick up a Ty Johnson or a Deontay Johnson to see if the upside's there, because you might be able to get him right back. Because he's, I mean, last week I named him as a start, as a Hail Mary, and he got 81 yards and actually won me the game because of that in one of my leagues. But, um, I mean, the, the production's not there, and it won't be there this week, honestly. He's going to get shadowed by Gilmore, and it's going to be like a 20 or 30-yard game. And then he's got his bye week. I don't think he's going to get shadowed by Gilmore. I think 
New England's so good that they'll just be like, hey, you line up in this side, you line up in this side. And... Well, he no, shattered last time they played. So it might... I couldn't cut bait on Anderson yet. I, I just He showed the report with Sam Darnold last time around. Oh, sure. He's averaging six and a half targets a game. He's a deep threat. Like I don't know that I'd feel comfortable telling people to to drop him right now. Fair enough. And he did win leagues last year, too. I was in a. I was. I, I lost the championship for playing against him, and I won one for playing him in my lineup. So, that the ability is there with Sammy D when he gets back from mono, for sure. All right, well, are you guys ready to get to our start sits? Is is it go time? Do it. All right, now this is pretty good. Last week, um, Lee, how many hits did you have last week? So I I had uh, thir- thirteen hits and seventeen misses. So nice. not great, but I'll, I'll do better this time around. I got sure I got right at sixteen. The McCole Hardman and Robbie Anderson saved my butt. Uh, Chris did not count his. We're going to keep count this week. And Matt actually submitted his off air. And how many did he get? Is it eleven? He said he hit eleven. So he hit eleven. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. So so not too shabby. And just as a disclaimer for our listeners here that. I appreciate you listening, and I'm so thankful for the, the listens that we're getting. It's, it's really awesome. But remember, it's you that has to hit the button, right? I could say that this guy's the start of the week, or I can stay sit, but it's still you. You're the one that makes that decision to make the swap and lock it in. So I can just give you my advice. Lee can just give you his advice. Chris can just give you his, his advice, and that's exactly what that is. Nobody knows. That's what makes this game so fun. We don't know. There's going to be a guy you leave on your bench that destroys the world, and you might lose because of it, and vice versa. It happens every week, and it will always happen. So just that's a disclaimer that I just want to throw out there because, you know, we try to give the right advice, but sometimes, sometimes just because it's what we think doesn't mean that's what's going to happen, right? I mean, every expert thought Tennessee was going to steamroll the Jags last night, except for Chris on our Chew on Sports pod. He did not. So now I'm two games down on Chris for the year. I by did, the way. however, though, start the Titans' defense, and that. Backfired. Well, it seemed like a no-brainer, it right? Did, but it backfired. I, I, if somebody asked me, should I start the Titans' defense? What would you say? Yeah, I would yeah. say yes. I think all three of us would. So that's just that's just the bottom line because Van Meter said so. All right. So on to the first game. Uh, the first noon game we're going to cover is going to be. Yeah, Cincinnati in Buffalo. Lee, I'm going to start with you. Start and sit. Yeah, let me just find it. Okay, um, my start is Joe Mixon, which might seem like an obvious start, but he has not played that way so far. So I just I believe in the talent. I think that he's got a week of practice in. He, he's not injured like he was after week one. And I think that he will show why he was a second-round pick a few years ago. Um, sit would be Frank Gore. I know Singletary's out um, out this week, but I really – I'm not a huge – I love Frank Gore as a player, but I do think that the age is going to catch up to him, and I don't know that they can ride him like they used to. So I, I think people might start to think he's like going to get 20 carries or something, but I think it'll be more like 10 to 15 with – a bit like not great yards per carry and maybe a touchdown, but I wouldn't start it. Well, the running time. back you want in at Buffalo is Josh Allen. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And should I do Matt's right now? I guess I'll do Matt's. Yeah, sure. Well, what are Matt's starts and sits for this game? So Matt's would be, I'm not going to give any analysis, but Matt's would be his start is Josh Allen and his sit is Tyler Boyd. It's an interesting one. Okay. Chris. Uh, so my start is John Ross the second. Okay. Which I traded you. I think, uh, I think they're going to need a big performance out of him if they're going to compete against the Bills' defense. Okay. Um, my sit is going to be Andy Dalton. I know I know that's kind of uh, contradicts myself there, but I just don't know if Andy Dalton's capable of playing great games against good defenses. Okay. So, but I think if they're going to have a chance, it's going to be John Ross, and so I think he's a start because of what he's done this year. All right, I, I actually agree with you. So I my start is kind of a cheat here. I say start both Cincy wide receivers. Ross and Boyd, I think you can start. And this is why. I think that they're going to be down in the game. I think it's going to be garbage time. And I think it's going to be a lot of not scoring but getting down the field in the second half. So especially in a PPR league, I like both. Absolutely. And my sit is Dalton. I think Buffalo wins. And it's hard to – Buffalo's about to be 3-0. Like, 
That's a thing. They've played a bunch of nobodies. Though. I know, but it's still it's it's a thing, which makes me wonder if Cincinnati could somehow upset them because it seems like Cincinnati's that effed up where they could do it, right? Yeah, they like hang in there pound for pound with 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 Seattle. They get blown out by San Francisco in Cincy, and then they go into the Buffalo and just destroy them. Wouldn't that just be the most NFL thing ever? That'd be the most Bengals thing ever. <laughs> so next we've got Dallas hosting the Miami Dolphins. We're gonna start with you on this one, Chris. Start and sit. Uh, well, I think this one's a pretty easy one. I'm going to start Ezekiel Elliott. Okay. Uh, <laughs> That's unfair. Yeah. yeah, well played. Yeah. Well, if you want if you want my other start, the other guy I would start would be Blake Jarwin. Okay. Okay. The like Dolphins that. have given up 13 receptions on 13 targets to tight ends this year. Wow. Okay. That's a sneaky one. I like that. Yes. Yeah, so, For the Njoku owner, that might be a sneaky waiver wire ad, eh? Eh, yeah. Okay. So... Uh, so, yeah, so I picked him up in our uh, Dynasty League, and I am starting him this week. I like it. Yeah, and my sit uh, is going to be any Miami Dolphin running back. Yeah. Ballage, I'm not, I ain't touching him. I, I just, you know. No, he, he ducked yes. last week when a screen pass was thrown to him. It was awful. Yes. <laughs> All right, Lee, what you got, bud? All right, well, so I'll do Matt's first. Um, Matt's going to start Kenyon Drake, and he'll, he's going to sit Amari Cooper. Oh, interesting. He thinks uh, Howard's going to shut him down. I see. I, I see. I see. I guess so, yeah. Well, and then, <laughs> there would be an outside chance. Dallas is only going to suit four wide receivers this week. Yeah. And then for me, though, I would start – I'd start Randall Cobb just because of the um, the Gallup injury news. And I think that Cobb's played pretty well so far, and I think that he'll he'll funnel more targets to him as opposed to maybe Devin Smith, who's been perennially bad. And um, my sit will be Jason Witten again, just because I looked it over again. He's had another short touchdown. His yards per catch is like five yards per catch. It's just it's just bad. It's just all bad, except for the fluky touchdowns. It really so is. I, I think people are starting to believe that maybe he'll just be that immediate goal line threat. And it's just, it's going to happen where he's not going to catch a touchdown. And you're going to have four receptions for 20 yards. Yep. So my starting sits, I agree completely with that, by the way. My sit is Witten as well. Um, you're getting two points unless he gets a touchdown. Exactly. You, you're not going to win that way. You can't play him. Like maybe in the bye weeks when there's nothing else there, I would start Jarwin over him. I would start Demetrius Harris, the backup Browns tight end over him. I'm just, I'm not about winning in this game. I, for, this game is going to be funky. I have a weird, weird feeling. Um, I talked about this with Chris on our other pod. My start is Preston Williams. Dallas, Ooh. Dallas is not great against the pass. They allowed a rookie to get a touchdown against him last week on Byron Jones. He's not quite 100% yet, and the Giants threw all over us in the second half when it was garbage time. So I think Dallas gets up. I think Dallas wins. I think Rosen is going to be better than people think. I think that Rosen is a better quarterback than Fitzpatrick. So I like Preston Williams. In fact, pick him up on waivers today because he might be a waiver ad next week. That's my start and sit. I bet you five dollars Rosa throws three interceptions, but we all know Dallas can't catch those. Three interceptions. They they, they can't. Okay, that's, that's a I, that's, whatever. They dropped okay. two last week. Okay, so we've got Denver visiting Green Bay. We're gonna start with you, Lee. Start and sit on this one. Yeah, I'm gonna match real quick. Um, he is starting Lindsey, and he is sitting the Broncos defense. Okay. And then oh, I'll start Aaron Jones. Um, and that might seem obvious, but I don't know if you guys heard LaFleur. Oh, yeah, I did. I texted it to you guys. Right. LaFleur said that he wants to even out touches um, between Jones and Williams. And, like, every every coach that he's had so far has tried to bring him down, but it's free Aaron Jones time. He's just clearly the more talented running back. And when he gets his 15 touches, he's going to do the most with them. All right, I like it. I dig it. Aaron Jones is just a special talent. What did we say last week? And I hope our listeners listened. We said to start him. Remember? Absolutely. I was like, my start is Aaron Jones. I'm like, right now, where you're draft, where you drafted him, you've got to start him. It was one week, so yeah. I would be terrified as a Devontae Freeman owner at this point. But as an Aaron Jones owner, I'm feeling pretty good. Even even if it's only 15 touches, he's talented enough to get it done, and that's a good enough team where you've always got the red zone upside too. I like it, Lee. Uh, Chris, what you got? So I'm Hold on, I, I got my sit real quick. Oh, yes. <laughs> my bad, my bad. Um, my sit is Royce Freeman. 
Um, I think people are still holding out that he was going to be the lead back. That's me. And he really, he really hasn't showed it. Like Phil Lindsay's been the more explosive running back, and I think that the trend will continue. Okay, Chris. So my set's pretty much an obvious, and I have to take this with a grain of salt for you guys out there. I have Joe Flacco in a two quarterback dynasty league. I have to start him because my other quarterback is Matt Falk. So Flacco what is, the fuck? Yeah. So I, what so, the fuck is right? So yeah. So you're welcome. Green Bay's defense is really, really good, and I don't want to start Flacco against him, but I have no choice. Okay. So that's my sit. Uh, my start is MVS. I think if he's going to explode, this is the game. This is the game. Okay. If he, it, this and if he doesn't, if he doesn't explode after this game, I don't think he's going to until. I have two shares of him, and he's on the bench in both of my leagues. And you better believe I've thought long and hard about putting him in my flex because I'm I'm feeling it. But I've got Hardman in the lead, in over him in one, and I've got Darwin. You know, are, are we overestimating what Green Bay's offense can do outside of their two studs? I think we just got to see it, right? I think that's what everybody's waiting on. It's like, how long is it going to take to click? Yeah, I mean, it's new offense. First time Rodgers has been in a new offense right. since he got into the league. So you know, it's it, it's just not clicking right now. So for me, my start is, or my sit, is Emmanuel Sanders. I think Emmanuel Sanders has done very, very good. I uh, am eating crow because, man, he's done so much better than I could even imagine. But uh, Green Bay's secondary is legit, legit. And I think they're going to shut him down. I, I, don't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't feel comfortable starting him. And the good news is, is you probably drafted him as your wide receiver three or four. So you can sit him and be okay. And my start disagrees with Lee. I am starting Royce Freeman. I think that Royce Freeman outcarried Lindsey, outperformed Lindsey, looked better than Lindsey. He had uh, 16 points in a PPR last week, 10.2 in standard. And uh, I think that my man's getting in the end zone this week. I am starting Royce Freeman. Boom. Boom. That'll be an interesting. That'll be an interesting. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, we have Atlanta traveling to Indianapolis. Chris, let's start with you. Start and sit. So I'm going to start Julio Jones. Which Excellent. Is, which is obvious. That's fine. Um, Nothing wrong with it. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he scored a touchdown in six straight games. Yes, he has. Back to last year. Uh, his yards in production are skyrocketing. He's healthy. Chris is just trying to catch up in points by getting all, all of his starts right this week. <laughs> yes, I am. I will I will have my calculation of my starts and sits from last week as well as this week. Let's go. Guys, so we can keep an accurate tabulation. Let's go. Um, my sit is going to be Marlon Mack. I think he's banged up a little bit. I'm not sure how much he's going to get. Interesting. I like it. No, I. you know what? That's, that's valid. And... I have the same conundrum with Connor, spoiler alert, later uh, when we get down the list. I don't like starting banged up running backs. I don't either. I'd rather I'd rather be wrong than get two points if they're, they're out of the game. That's just me. Lee, uh, let's go, bud. What you got? Start and sit. Yeah, so Matt's got, he's starting Devontae Freeman. It's a little contrary to what you guys are saying. And sitting Ridley. And I am starting Jack Doyle. Oh! Because... He outsnapped Ebron. Um, he has, I think, either the same or a little or one more target than Ebron. And T.Y. Hilton's a little banged up. Um, the Falcons let up a ton of catches to Ertz. I mean, Ertz isn't Jack Doyle, but like the point persists. The Falcons will give up a lot of points to tight ends, I think. And I think Doyle could uh, could be a PPR and half point PPR stud this week. And he's probably on waivers. And if you had Njoku, that might be a good fill-in for you as well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, my sit. Oh, Zach, you killed me, man. I keep cutting you off, man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, my sit is Devontae <laughs> Freeman. For a lot of the reasons you guys you guys mentioned, he just does not look like the same back. All right. Sorry, I keep cutting you off, man. At least you keep fix. At least you keep correcting me. That's the best part. <laughs> so my sit is also Devontae Freeman. Um, it's two games. He's got to prove it now. Uh, it, man, you are probably 0-2 if you have Devontae Freeman on your team as your RB1, right? You're, you're probably not there. So maybe yeah. you can pick up Darwin. Maybe you can pick up a Ty Johnson. Maybe you can pick up Ito. That's my start. I, I'm starting Ito Smith in my flex. That's what I'm doing. I, I think that Ito's just looked better, looked more explosive. His reads are better. And... 
I just think he looks like a better football player right now. Hopefully we're wrong, because I've always been a big Devontae Freeman guy, but I can't start him right now. And chances are, if you have Freeman, you don't have Ito. You have Ito if you're somebody else. Yeah, he's had a lot of injuries, so maybe injuries just finally caught up to him. It's also been two really good defenses, too. So that could be a thing. It could be just an odd, like the Mike Evans the Mike Evans yeah, effect, you're, you're right? right yeah. So we'll see. Um, let's see. We've got Kansas City and Baltimore. I'm just going to go on record and say start them all. Are we all in agreement here? <laughs> I, I won sit, but I basically agree with you. Okay, who's your sit, Lee? So my sit will be shady. Um, yeah, yes, that is a good one, actually. So I think a lot of people are banking on, oh, Jamie Williams is out. You know, Shady's going to get all the work, but Shady's also a little bit banged up. And Darwin Thompson looked good in the preseason, and I really do think that there'll be more of a split work. And, and then the Ravens' defense is just elite. Anything you got? Any sits you have, Chris? Or are you, you in the. No, they're already sitting on the bench because they're not going to play. Okay. Yeah, I think that I'm with you. Uh, for the same reason why I don't feel comfortable uh, playing Marlon Mack or Connor. I'm not playing Shady. In fact, I've got uh, lots of shares of Darwin, and I'm starting him in two leagues, I believe. I have a weird – I just have a, I can just have a visualization of Darwin catching a 40-yard screen pass touchdown a la Kareem Hunt last year. I just – I see that happening. He's got that that kind of explosiveness that, that can happen. I read a report earlier when I was at the gym. They're going to be cautious with Shady as well. Oh yeah, it's a yeah. long season. You have to be. So that I I got a feeling that it's Darwin Thompson season. It's a sleeper pick, and Williams is there too. The other Williams. Uh, so it it could. We don't know. You know, this is just going off gut and going off what we would like to see happen because I think all of us agree that Darwin can be pretty exciting. So we'd like to see it happen. All right. Next we have Minnesota hosting the Oakland Raiders. We'll start with you, Lee. Start and sit, sir. Yeah, let's go uh, to Matt real quick. Minnesota Raiders. Where is Vikings Raiders? Oh, his start is Diggs, and his sit is Tyrell Williams. Okay. Um, my start is also Diggs, um, just because he was targeted pretty heavily. He got seven, seven targets last game. And, I mean, he's a super talented receiver. And maybe they can't play smash it out the ball like they really wanted to. And maybe Cousins will have to air the ball out a little bit more. And I really do believe in the talent of Diggs, and I think that he'll he'll get back on track. Um, my sit would be Derek Carr, uh, just because Vikings defense pretty elite. Um, I still don't believe in Carr or Gruden or anyone really in that system, except for maybe Josh Jacobs. And Williams and Waller look decent, but like I'll stay away from like you know, if you're, I don't even know why you would start Carr, but I guess if you would, just stay away, unless you're QQB. Right. I'm going to start, uh, mine's a cheat, I'm going to start both Minnesota wide receivers. Um, I'm on the train with all of you. I think that they're going to pass a little bit more of this game, and I get the receivers a little bit more involved, so I'm comfortable with both. Um, my sit is Jacobs. He's a little banged up, got the groin, he's been sick. They did say they're going to start slowly getting him better and more integrated in the passing game, which is good. That's something that yeah. worried me last week is he wasn't there a lot. So, But as far as this week goes, this this game has negative game script on it, and he's already kind of not healthy. So I'm going to sit him, I think. I'm going to sit him and, and uh, move on and then play him with confidence starting next week. All right. Up next, we have Jets visiting New England. Boy, this game just got really crazy. So, uh, yeah, let's go. Uh, Lee, let's start with you. What you got? Oh, well, wow. I, did, I made my start since before I um, – I did too. Before the A-B news. I did too, so, yeah. <laughs> so my start actually is going to be Julian Edelman because I, I truly think that he is the, is the most – has the most to gain from the A-B cut just because he wasn't as heavily involved last week as he, as he was the first weekend in, you know, in his career. And I do think that he'll be a target monster for them. And um, my sit will be Robbie Anderson. I, I don't think you cut bait, but I think Belichick does does his best work, you know, limiting the best players on the team. And I think that's Lev Bell, and I think that's Robbie Anderson. So I think that you'll see. I can I can't sit. I can't sit Lev Bell. No. So you have to sit, you have to sit Robbie Anderson. And what? then Matt, I guess Matt are. 
Started Sony Michelle. Sit is also Robbie Anderson. Okay. Chris? Cool. I'm starting Sony Michelle like Matt. Okay. I think he uh, he showed that he's the lead back there again last week against uh, Miami. But you know, with the greatest salt we know it was Miami. They're terrible everywhere. Not uh, one comment on Sony, just real quick. He's, he's forced zero missed tackles. I was just about to say the that. first two weeks. Ugh. Sorry. Continue that. It was just like Leonard Fournette <laughs> last night until he broke off that 60-yard run. Ugh. Exactly. Well, yeah, it all matters who you're playing, and he ain't playing anybody that's worth a damn. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and start him. Okay. Uh, uh, my sit is going to be uh, Josh Gordon. Uh, he hasn't had a whole lot of production for me. Uh, I think the Jets aren't aren't the greatest team in the world, but I don't think Josh Gordon's going to get a lot of shares. I don't think... I don't think New England wants to stretch the game out a whole lot. I think it's one of those games they want to kind of get out of there. Okay. Yeah, he has 50 yards. People are probably benching him and now starting him because of the A-B news. He had 50 yards and a touchdown the first week and 20 yards on two receptions last week. So you're right. The production has just not been there. So we have one pre-A-B game. Now, the grain of salt, 67% of snaps week one because he'd only been with the team two weeks. So maybe snaps are up this week, targets are up, and maybe he does perform. But yeah, a cautious approach is correct. Chances are you drafted him as your third or fourth wide receiver, so you might have better options. Yep. And maybe you want to see how it pans out first. So I I, I, I dig it. So for me, um, I'm going to start Lev Bell. I mean, that performance was atrocious last week, and he still had 70 combined yards and 10 catches. You, oh, yeah. you still got over 20 points in a PPR with a guy. So you're absolutely fired him up. Don't even try to get cute. You're playing Lev Bell if he's playing, period. And then for me, I'm sitting James White. I can't play him until Rex Burkhead inevitably gets injured, which always happens. That's when I'm going to fire James White up again. You hold him on your roster, and you don't wish injury, but Rex Burkhead needs to go away for him to be relevant, I think. That's my two cents on that. All right, next game. We have the Detroit Lions visiting Lee's Philadelphia Eagles. Chris, I'm going to start with you. All right. So I'm going to start Kenny Galladay. If the Eagles are weak anywhere on defense, it's in the, on their corners on the back end. So I think, yeah, that's a, I think that's a great matchup for them. And then my sit is going to be uh, Jordan Howard. Uh, I don't think he's, he's just not getting a lot of touches. I mean, I think – the split back system they're running there in Philadelphia is kind of like New England. So I think, you know, it's a week-to-week basis, and I just don't think Howard's going to get the touches that you need to, to win in your leagues. Yes, he does not belong in a starting lineup, period. I don't even think he's got flex appeal, in my opinion. Yeah, I'll agree, I'll agree with you there, too. He's just not. I mean, he's okay as a player, but the, the lineup really hasn't been there. No. All right, Lee, what you got for us? Yeah, so um, Matt's start is going to be Nelson Aguilar. And his sit will be Galladay, actually, which is an interesting sit, but we'll, I guess we'll see it play out. And um, for me, the one, I was going to pick Aguilar, but there's now reports that Alshon's probably going to play. So I think that's, that limits his upside a decent amount. So my start will actually be Marvin Jones, and for the exact same reasons Matt, um, not Matt said, uh, Chris said, um, just that the Eagles secondary is bad, and they get exploited on deep plays, and that is Marvin Jones' specialty. So I would I would start him pretty comfortably in my flex, and my sit will also be another Eagles running back. Miles Sa- will be my it'll be Miles Sanders just because I, I mean the same worries I had coming out of college, you know, presented themselves in the NFL so far. You can't find the hole, bounces it to the outside too much, and also the Eagles offensive line has not been great. Like it has not been as advertised. So definitely stay away from that backfield. All right, so start and sit for me. I am in the camp that I still don't think Alshon will play. Uh, Constant soft tissue, game time decision. I don't think he's going to suit up. So my sit is Aguilar. Um, Anytime Aguilar's been the guy, he just Your sit or start? Your start? That's my sit is Aguilar, excuse me. Oh, you're saying your sit is Aguilar. Yeah, he just doesn't seem to get it done for me. Um, I would feel more comfortable with Arthedo Whiteside, but I'm not doing that. I'm just sitting all receivers unless I have Ertz. Ertz is my start um, if I'm if I'm doing that. So my start in this game though is not Ertz. It's actually Miles Sanders. I think that because of the injuries to the receivers, I think they are going to lean on the run. They're going to establish the run, and I think this is the game that if you drafted Miles Sanders, this is the game that you're going to want. 
I think that uh, I think he's going to get in the end zone. I think it's going to be a good one. And then my sleeper is Ty Johnson. I think he is going to be a sneaky PPR play. I'm talking like 10 or 11 points from that guy. Wow. All right, start and sit. We have Cardinals hosting the Cam Newtonless Carolina Panthers. Chris, what say you? All righty. So, you know, uh, Carolina's offense has gotten a little – well, sorry, not Carolina. Arizona's offense has gotten a little bit better over the last couple of weeks. Um, guy I'm going to start is David Johnson. Okay. David Johnson. I, and, I, and I've been on the David Johnson, I don't like you bandwagon all, all offseason going into the season, but he's actually played very well in this offense. So I think even despite their offensive line deficiencies – He's a good start for you, catching and running. Um, my sit. I'm not really sure who I want to sit. I mean, uh, if I had to sit anybody, I guess it's going to be Carolina's, Carolina's receivers. I mean, I don't know if their quarterback's going to be able to get it done. I don't. What do we know about the guy? Well, he played last year in the last game and did fine. He had 200 yards and two touchdowns. I think... I think, and we'll get to Leo on this. I think that if you own a Carolina receiver, you can play them, and you might be, you might get better production than you've got the last two weeks. I think, especially especially with Curtis Samuel. I mean that that's very possible, especially since Cam had 15 off-target throws last week. Also, what you got to think about is there's going to be so many snaps in the game, so Carolina receivers are going to have so many more opportunities because my man Kyler's throwing for 300 yards a week. They're just not getting any touchdowns, so they're moving the field and they're moving it quick. So Carolina's going to have opportunities on there. So I think that McCaffrey and the receivers are going to eat and Olsen. So I think you can just play as as status quo goes for them. Lee, what you got for me? Uh, yeah, I'll go um, my or sorry, Matt start. What Matt's first? Matt start is Christian Kirk, and his sit is DJ Morris. Are probably on the same bin as he doesn't want to start any uh, Panthers receivers. I uh, initially my start was Curtis Samuel. But I actually went with Greg Olson okay. because he's been targeted heavily. He's played on like almost every down. Um, a lot of times when backup quarterbacks come in, inexperienced quarterbacks come in, they love throwing in the middle of the field. They love throwing in their tight end. And I really do think Greg Olson you know, has one of the best security blankets in the league. So I think he's going to have a really good game. And um, so my and then my sit will be Kyler. Just because, kind of as Zach alluded to, we're still waiting for those touchdowns to come, and they really haven't yet. Um, and I, I do think that the Panthers defense has been pretty good against the pass this year. So, you know, I'll, I'll sit I'll sit Kyler if I can. Those are valid points. Also, to piggyback off what you said about Greg Olson, the Cardinals have given up the number one performance to tight ends the last two weeks. Yep. We had uh, TJ Awesomeson week one, and then Mark Andrews last week. So, that I'm all signs are pointing to they're getting uh, absolutely destroyed by the tight end right now. So Greg Olson should be a good play. Now yeah. most of us, I, most people, I know that a lot of the professionals and a lot of people say band kickers. We're not about that life, right? Every league I'm in, with the exception of one, two, and that's on with our dynasty guys from Creator Rank, have kickers. So my start of the week, Zane Gonzalez, the kicker for the Cardinals, because <laughs> they'll drive that field, they'll get down to the five. And they'll kick that field goal. My man's going to get like six field goals this week. So, I love it. Awesome. <laughs> I'm starting them. I've actually got them in like five leagues. Let's go. And then uh, my sit is don't get cute, all right? This is kind of cheap, but there are people that I've seen in my leagues pick up the Cardinals D because they're playing a backup quarterback. Do not, do not start the Cardinals D. They're a sit. Don't get cute with it. Carolina is going to be okay. They're going to be good enough. They're going to rely a lot on McCaffrey as well. There are other options like Tampa, Chargers, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Go, go a different direction. Do not start the Cardinals State. I say that and they'll score three touchdowns. All right. Uh, up next, speaking of Tampa, we have Tampa Bay hosting Daniel Jones Locker. The first start for the rookie of the New York Giants. Lee, start and sit. What say you? Yeah, um, so I will go start is... Sterling Shepard. Okay. And I think that people have kind of forgotten about him a little bit because he's been injured. Um, Benny Fowler had a ton of targets last game. Like Cody Latimer. Like, it's just some ridiculous names out there who are, who are just getting targets. 
So I think when you get like an upgrade over that, like you, like Sterling Shepard, you're going to use him. So I really do think Jones will target him early and often. And then my sit will be Peyton Barber. Like don't don't go chasing points like that. That Bucks backfield, that Bucks offensive line's a mess, and I'm going nowhere near starting anyone, Ronald Jones or Peyton Barber, despite Barber having a touchdown. Okay. And uh, for Matt, he would be um, he is starting the Bucks D. And he is sitting Winston, so he's not a not a Daniel Jones believer in this list. All right, all right, Chris, what you got? So, for me, uh, I'm not touching any shares of either one of these teams' defenses. Okay. Um, Mike Evans is my start. All right. Uh, the Giants don't have a great secondary at all. We saw what Dallas did to him uh, here, Week One. I think Mike Evans is going to have his best game of the season. So that is my start, Mike Evans, and I'm sitting the Giants' defense because I think they're terrible. They are terrible. All right. Terrible. Terrible. They're terrible. So for me, my start is the Tampa D. I think this is one that could uh, sneak this. If you are, put it this way, if you're in a league where you're the underdog right now and you're favored to lose like 10 points plus and you're in a league that starts defenses, this could be the winner or loser of it. Now, there is a very good chance the Tampa D could totally lay an egg, but you are going as a rookie quarterback on the road. So there are pick sixes, there are sacks, there are things that can happen with a rookie quarterback on the road. Now, I don't think Daniel Jones sucks, but I do think that the Tampa D is severely underrated, so I like them. I think they're a great stream this week, especially if you did not get Green Bay or or a a defense like that on, on the week. And in my sit, like Lee... I'm not touching a Tampa Bay running back, period. Like, in fact, I would if I had Peyton Barber on my team, I would go take a really hot shower and listen to uh, Wicked Game by uh, Chris Isaac and then try to trade him to somebody who has injury problems at running back so I don't have to deal with that problem whatsoever. <laughs> that's, uh, that's how I would address that situation. Do it. So we have San Diego hosting the Houston Texans. Lee, what you got? Yeah, so Matt has Mike Williams as his start and Eckler as his sit. Okay. And I have Will Fuller again. I will die by the Fuller train. Um, I do think he's a really explosive player. I'm a big, big fan of his. And I think that one of these days, him and Deshaun will connect on a deep ball. Um, My sit um, isn't super controversial, but maybe people saw like that primetime New Orleans game. They're like, oh, Kenny Stills is a thing. Um, but he's still only playing less than half the snaps. He uh, only has gotten three targets in each of the two games. And he's just really not a guy who should be on your radar yet. Okay. Fair enough. What you got, Chris? I'm starting Austin Eckler in lieu of what Matt <coughs> thinks. Okay. I know, I know Houston's got a good defense and all that stuff, but I think right now for the Chargers – Austin Eckler is the straw that serves the drink, and I I just think that's the that's the way it's going to go. Um, they're they're not scoring a lot of points and they're not playing good defense. I think they need to lean on the running game to try and compete right now. Okay. Um, my sit is going to be uh, Duke Johnson. He he in PPR and all that stuff. He's just not had a lot of production. Um, no, we alluded to it right. We, remember when we, uh, when he was getting all this hype? I was like, does, does Deshaun Watson even throw to the running back? Apparently not. And it, 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 it doesn't. He just it just not a, not a thing. It's not. All right, for me, I'm going to start Mike Williams. I'm digging it. Um, last week injured, he still had was it 83 yards? Is that right? Yep. So um, I think he's he's not been in the injury report whatsoever this week. He's practiced in full. Unless something comes out today, because they're West Coast, they practice a little bit later. Unless something comes out today, I'm firing them up and starting him with confidence. And my sit is the Houston defense. Look elsewhere if you are starting that defense. All right, up next we have San Francisco hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers. The 0-2 Steelers versus the 2-0 49ers. Like, let that sink in for a second. That's very weird. Uh, Lee, let's start with you. What you got for me? Yeah, so I'll go with Matt. And Matt's got his start is Debo Samuel, and his sit is James Conner. Um, so probably along the lines of Uzak with James Conner. Um, and then my start is Juju, just because I think people might overreact a little bit to the backup quarterback playing. But I really don't think they're going to they're gonna shy away from throwing the ball to Juju. 
And then um, Debo Samuel will be my sit. I think it's been kind of fluky. I, I'm not a huge fan of Debo Samuel still. He can still prove me wrong, but I really do think that there are better options in that, in that passing game. Chris? Uh, I'm also sitting James Conner. Okay. I mean, we've, we've talked about it earlier, banged up running backs. It's just not something that I want to do uh, when they've got other options. You'll get, they got Benny Snell. I know he hasn't played a lot who could be come in and, and spell him and all that stuff. Uh, my start, though, is going to be James Washington just because of the Mason Rudolph-James Washington-Oklahoma State connection. They know each other. They know each other well. So if Mason needs to lean on somebody, I think that's who it's going to be in, in his first career start. And if you're an Antonio Brown owner, that would be a good Hail Mary. You know, Deontay Johnson or him, plug one in and just hope. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because the, the volume should be there. For me, I'm going to start Debo. And it's not because I've, I kind of feel iffy. Um, I, I He was my ad of the week on waivers. I'm a big believer in the talent. I, he's passed my eyeball test. The 49ers, though, use a platoon of weapons. But what I know that Shanahan is a master of getting what the defense gives, and they've given up a lot to slot receivers and to those little bitty side routes and such. So I think Debo is going to have a very productive day in PPR. And I'm sitting James Conner. I'm, I, I can't do it, man. I think that Jalen Samuels is going to have the bigger day when it's over, said, and done with. I just, man, I get it. I really do. You drafted Connor probably in the first round, and oh, it's hard to put him on the bench, but I, I don't feel good about it. All right, we have Seattle hosting the New Orleans Saints. Different look here for the Saints with Teddy B and Taysom Hill more than likely platooning the quarterback position. Chris, we'll start with you. Start and sit. I'll start with the Seahawks defense because of that reason right there. Okay. The quarterback situation for the Saints isn't that good. Uh Bridgewater did not play well against the Rams last week. Uh, yeah, I know it was short notice. Obviously, Brady's got injured. He probably wasn't even expecting to play. He's not as mobile anymore after no. his uh, injury. No, he's not. And you know they haven't. Even, have they actually named him the starter yet? They're going to use both, but no, they haven't. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I knew they were going to use both, but I didn't know who's going to get the bulk of the carry. And then for my start is going to be uh, Chris Carson. The, okay. The running back. I think he's going to have a big game. You know, we know Seattle runs the ball, and they run the ball. I think it's going to be a good good play for you. All right, Lee, what you got? Uh, yeah, so I'll go with Matt. His start is um, DK Metcalf, and his sit is Latavius Murray. Um, I will go in the opposite direction, except I'm not starting Latavius Murray, but <laughs> I my sit is DK Metcalf, and the rationale is just that Marshawn Lattimore is a big physical cornerback. And, like, that's what he does best. And Metcalf is an undeveloped route tree. So I really think it's a, it's a recipe for disaster for uh, for Metcalf. And I, I think he won't do very much. And um, my start will be – my start will be Tyler Lockett just because – did you guys see him in the slot the other day? He looked good. And he was yeah. getting targeted like no other. So he's a guy who I feel really confident rolling out as my wide receiver too. And I'll take all the targets. And then another thing is I'll, I'll keep my eye on Jared Cook. Like another reason, like kind of like I said, quarterbacks, backup quarterbacks, tend to keep their eyes in the middle of the field. So I do think that Cook is in line for some targets if he can play better. All right. I like it. So my start is going to be Carson. I know that he was benched for fumbling last week, and Penny got more, uh, more play. Penny actually showed up on the injury report today with a calf injury. So that's never a good sign to pop up on the injury report this late in the week. So if you're a Carson owner, deploy with confidence. And my sit is Cook. I want to see what I, I've seen absolute dog poo from him for two weeks. And um, I want to see what he looks like in this offense now before I, I would look elsewhere if I can, if there's better options on waivers or if you have a backup like some people do. Some people might have already drafted a Mark Andrews or a TJ Hawkinson if they had him week one after, uh, well, not drafted, but uh, picked them up waivers after the performance. So that's my two cents on that. Uh, Sunday Night Football, we have Cleveland back in primetime again, hosting the LA Rams. We'll start with you, Lee. What you got for us? All right, yeah, so Matt's got Goff as the start, Baker as the sit. I agree with both, actually, but mine will be a little different. Also, if anyone bets, like the Rams are minus three, which I think is kind of ridiculous. 
Uh, yeah. Like, I, I think I expect them to just poop all over the Browns, personally. I do, too. So I think that's a good bet if you guys want to make it. I already did. But um, <laughs> my start will be uh, will be Bob Woods because I think there is a little rotation of like, all right, Cooper Cup will pop off and Brandon Cooks will pop off. And I do think that it's the time for Woods to, to really play very well. Bobby and Trees. both corners for Cleveland are, uh, are questionable. Um, Greedy and Denzel Ward are both questionable for, uh, for that game. And while they might play, you know, they're a little banged up. So I think that Robert Woods can really exploit that. Okay. And then uh, the sit will be Jarvis Landry. Uh, it's just not – the offense isn't as prolific as we thought it was going to be. Landry has not played very well either. Uh, it just seems like it's, it's Odell or Boston that offense right now. Or Chubb, obviously. But. Yeah, Baker's pocket presence has been very questionable for me. It's uh, it just um, hasn't looked. It doesn't look like he knows where he's going at all. It's completely opposite because he was in such command when he came in last year. It's uh, really troublesome. Chris, what you? Hundred percent. Uh, I agree with Matt. I'm I'm star- uh, starting golf and sitting Baker, and for the same reasons you just alluded to, Baker Mayfield looks terrified in the pocket. Well, okay. I like to live dangerously, so I'm doing exactly the opposite. I'm sitting golf because he is terrible on the road. I'm not playing him. In fact. He has been. Everybody's talking about Cam Newton. Can we talk about Goff's performance so far? It's not been good. It's not been good at all. Uh, on the road, even less. I expect them to run the ball and run the ball and run the ball some more. Something's going on. They need to get more play action going on. If they can establish the run a little bit better and get the play action game going back, which is what Goff was best at last year, maybe he's better. But I'm sitting Goff. And my start is I think Baker's going to have a good game. I don't think it's going to be great, but I think that he's going to give you the 20 points that you need to get victory. I, I think Baker outscores Goff this week. So that is my start. We shall see. We shall see. That's why we do these things. That's why it's fun. I'm okay being wrong. That's that's two slashes if I'm wrong on this one. And then uh, Monday Night Football, we've got the Washington Redskins hosting the Chicago Bears. <laughs> fun fact, the Bears are averaging more yards per run than pass. So that's the that's the world that we live in right now with old Mitch Trubisky. So let's start with you, Chris. Who are you starting? Who are you sitting? So I am starting Terry McLaurin, Scary Terry. Okay. Uh, he's been explosive in both games he's played this year. He's got a touchdown in each. Uh, I think he's the best threat Washington has to beat anybody on Chicago's defense. And I'm sitting everybody on Chicago's offense. Really? Not even starting a, b- a running back? Not even starting a running back. Wow. Okay. What you got, Lee? Yeah, so Matt is starting Tariq Cohen, and uh, he's sitting Adrian Peterson, and I am starting Vernon Davis because I still think he looks pretty good as a player, and I think that those outside corners for, for the Bears are a problem. So I think that um, I do think that they'll funnel more targets into a tight end. I'm a big tight end guy today, it looks like. Hey, but, man. Um, I'll go Vernon Davis, and then I'll sit Scary Terry just because first game was was awesome, obviously, against a really bad Eagles secondary. Second game was not as great, but he scored a touchdown, which was, which was ideal. I, I don't think that he'll score a touchdown in, in this game, and that's why I'm thinking that he probably won't, won't be up to par for you. Right. I think I'm starting Terry, uh, Scary Terry, in my flex, though. Uh, for me, he's not a wide receiver, too. Uh, I think he's a fine flex play because I think game script of this, don't get me wrong, the Bears aren't really scoring a lot of points. In, fact, say, in, sure? fact, the Reds, in fact, the Redskins are scoring more points than, uh, than they are. But I have a weird – I visualize games. When I think of when – I, when I look at the points against, the points for, the yards against, the yards for, do my start sits, I visualize game script. I have a weird feeling that the Bears' defense is going to just destroy Case Keenum. I think we're going to see Dwayne Haskins in this game. I think that it's going to be like 17-3. to And I think that old Haskins is going to come in and then Terry McLaurin is going to destroy during garbage time and get like seven receptions. That's what I think is going to happen. Because I think that that's what's going to – so that's betting on game script, so that's kind of ballsy. But I like him as a flex play for that. And I think that once one team makes the quarterback decision, everybody else fires that bullet right after within like two weeks. Well, I also think the team's got to think their season's over. 
the Redskins have a good enough defense to carry them if their offense could perform just a little bit better. Right. So we'll see what happens. I just like I said, because of the Giants made the move, all of a sudden now Rosen's starting. Those dominoes just start to fall. So that's my bold proclamation. We'll see. And my sit, my sit, excuse me, and hopefully you're not even thinking about starting him, but my sit is Mitch Trubisky. Like, no. And, and everything involved with Mitch Trubisky. I would only start Cohen or Montgomery. Every receiver, even Allen Robinson, after last week's .5 performance in a standard league, I, I, I'm not starting him. Well, that's my point. That's why I'm not starting anybody on the Bears' offense. I, mean, I like the running backs, though. They'll run that. They'll run that damn ball. They will run that ball, and they'll run successfully too. Watch, I think. We'll see. Chris is looking at me like I'm stupid right now. I'm not. I'm not looking at you like you're <laughs> stupid, but I'm just thinking. You know, they're only averaging four and a half yards to carry. Right. So, you know, the Redskins, if they're game planning, they know the quarterback can't throw the ball, and like Dallas, they're going to gear up for the run, and the Redskins can stop the run. Oh, I'm not saying they won't. I'm just saying that. Have you seen Montgomery play? He's amazing. He's played two games, and he did crap the first game. So he did well the second. So, so welcome. He's Aaron Jones. So he's You're welcome. So he's 50-50. <laughs> All right. So that's our, that's our starts and sits. And I can't wait to see how many we got right and wrong. Uh, we are going to do a rolling total for the season on these bad boys. So, uh, Lee, anything you want to say in closing, my man, or we got everything all covered? No, I think I think we got everything. Um, happy to be on the pod again, and let's keep let's win some fantasy matchups this week. Right on, Chris. Anything you want to say in closing? Yeah, my team is better than yours. Okay. I don't even know what that means. We have so many. <laughs> so, if it's my dynasty team, that league is 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 uh, cursed. So I hope it is. So anywho, that is Lineup Lock. This is a Creator Rank podcast. Start and sit is locked in. As always, Chris Lee, myself, and Matt uh, have no problem answering questions. Our DMs are open. Feel free to hit us up on Twitter, at Dynasty Dingo for Lee, at Matt Reller for Matt, at CTemp03 for Chris, and at TecmoZach for me. This thing's going to be posted soon. Give us the reviews. Give us the listens. Give us feedback. We do this because we want you to win. Rock and roll. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. We are out. Peace. Peace.